we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast and the final episode of this The Rise Up season. I'm your host, Simone Roche, and whether you have stumbled across this episode or a dedicated listener, I'm so glad that you've tuned in as we have a fantastic guest joining me today. But the first warning bell that we are now in the final week of nominations for the Northern Power Women Awards 2022 and submitting a nomination couldn't be simpler. Just click on the link in the show notes, register an account and pick the category you would like to nominate. By choosing to recognise the work these amazing individuals, communities, teams and organisations do, you will help us to continue to spotlight and showcase the fantastic talent we have across and from the North. Speaking of talent in the North, I'm joined by Graham Lucas of Michael Page, who incidentally won this year's Large Organisation Award. Graham has worked in the recruitment industry for 17 years and does not look old enough. And for the past seven years, he's been the managing director for Michael Page, leading the Northern region. He sits on the UK board and is passionate about the organisation's purpose, which is changing lives. I couldn't agree more. And whilst being responsible for the delivery of talent solutions to customers, he and his wider team look to use the fortunate platform that they have in partnering thousands of businesses across the North each year, trying to influence, change, share great ideas and amplify best practice from one organisation to the next. Graham, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Simone. Uh, great to be here. Thanks for thanks for having me. So you are a large organisation with multiple offices and it can be hard to keep a focus on committing to things like affecting change around diversity and inclusion. How have you and your team managed to achieve this? Uh, that's a great question. And, and the first thing I call out is the word achieved uh, in the sense that that sounds like we've kind of cracked it. We've got there and we're done. And, and look, we're so not. I think we're proud of where we've got to. But I think we're really honest about the fact that we've got a huge amount still to do. So uh, before I uh, say anything else, probably call that out because uh, we, we recognize that. I, th- I think, look, I'd probably say a few things. I'm not sure any of them are revolutionary. But but first, first is be honest about where you are. Uh, and, and I think actually you've got to be brave enough to hold your hands up where you know you're getting things right, but equally where you know uh, you haven't got things right. And, and, and then there's a lot, of, a lot of stuff to do. I think you know, having called them out, I think it's about you know, being brave enough to put measures in place. It's about being brave enough to commit to tangible actions uh, and commit to them publicly, both in your own business and externally, and, and then, you know, measure yourself in terms of progress against them. A couple of other bits that I'd, I'd say, you know, share shared ownership. You know, for me, it has to be everybody's job, uh, everybody's responsibility to help that journey along. Um, and you know, wherever you can, I think you've uh, you've got to create a real high trust environment so that people can call things out, whether they're coming up with great ideas, whether they're calling something out they're not comfortable with. I think if you can create that culturally, you stand a chance uh, of, of, of making progress every year. And, and the final one that I'd say, which is 
probably how we got to know each other and, and lots of other people that I talk to is, is you know, be brave enough to, to talk externally, uh, you know, connect with other people, share ideas. We haven't got all the answers, but, you know, sometimes some of the best things we're doing, we've, um, we've stolen from, from other people, uh, but we're, we're open about that. Do you know, I think there's something so really important about that shared ownership and equally highlighting the fact that nobody is there, you know, nobody is across the line. And I learned that many years ago at the start of my journey into gender equality. I remember hearing a presentation from a massive telecoms organization and they were like, nobody is there. And if anyone thinks they're there, then actually they're not. You've got to keep committing you've got to keep innovating in what you do so why then is it so crucial to make this commitment as an organization i think um i I think the really obvious thing that hopefully we all feel is that it is just morally quite frankly the right thing to do but i think you get get beyond that and and there's some really obvious tangible things so you know you look at top performing organizations and there's been countless numbers of studies and and and, uh insights that prove it but you know diversity of thought and diversity of team gives you better creativity and innovation it gives you better decision making uh quite frankly it gives you better profits uh which uh i I won't won't lie we're we're, we're interested in but but it gives you a higher engaged team of people and and makes you a better magnet for talent and 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 you know for me whatever you're in business for whether you're in business to, to make a difference whether you're in business to make a profit you know you can do more of that with a more diverse team so you know how how can it not be important and i think that purpose is important you know you think the last 18 months has been so amazingly challenging in many different ways whether it's our young people being fearful about their future whether it's people at the top making decisions in isolation i think they're being purposeful and intentional about what you what we do is so critical so why is it important to keep the momentum going when it feels like i said earlier that that no one is there or across the line yeah completely and and look i think um it's tough, isn't it? Because in some ways, I think um, there'll be lots of us out there that feel like we've done a lot as, as teams and as people and we, we've managed to move the dial. But the honest reality, if you take a step back, where we've got to is unacceptable, you know, in the sense that actually it can be quite demoralising in the sense that there's still so much more to do. And, and you know, I, I'm fortunate enough to work in a large business where I'm afforded opportunities to, to, to do things, to invest in things, to get behind things. We work with a lot of SMEs where it's even harder. You know, it is really hard as a small business to, to, to move the dial on some of this stuff. And, you know, I, I think... Uh, I, I think it, you, we can't. You can't give up. We can't. We can't lose faith in that. And you know, actually, what what I would say is the thing that energises me most. And you know, I'm lucky enough that we work with um, a lot of young people. And, and I think honestly, the most awesome thing is the generation of people who are coming into the workplace because you know their, their energy, uh, but not just their energy. You know, just their sheer attitude to not accept things. You know, they won't accept. You know, what we're doing around diversity. They won't accept what we're doing around the environment. They won't accept what we're doing around flexibility and future work. And, you know, for me, I think we're at a really interesting point where we're moving from this area where um, th- th- there's, there's lots of influential people like you and, and, and over the last couple of decades who've, who've managed to be you know, disruptive in a great way. You know, have managed to call things out and drive change. I actually think we're, we're, we're getting really close to a point where actually it's not just the disruptors. The masses, quite frankly, you know, are, are, are on this. And, and therefore, look, from an organisation standpoint, I'm excited about that as a leader, but you know, I think for anybody that is, is waning or hasn't gotten the train yet, you know, I, I just think it's a non-negotiable. People are about to call you out more than they've ever called you out before. 
I saw some statistics recently were pre-pandemic, one of the most important things for an individual to stay with a business or employer was their opportunity for pay rises and reviews. That's gone from something like 77 down to 52%. Um, but what has accelerated up to, to 46% or thereabouts is the importance of that flexible working, which you just talked about. And I think this is where, you know, I always go against that whole build back better. We want to want to go back. We want to take all the good bits and move those forward um, because that, you know, whether that's through flexibility or whether come back to purpose, you know, I think it's so important. And I know you're really passionate as an organisation about offering pro bono work uh, and also giving your teams masses of volunteering and also things that are relevant to that individual. Um, we know why it's important because it's important for talent coming through. But why is it important to you, Graham? I think I think it's important to us as a business on the basis that I think any organisation that's going to sustain uh, themselves has to be an active part of the community they, they work in. And therefore, we feel as an organization a real sense of responsibility to 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 give something back and um look it's important to me personally on the basis that you know I'm, i feel fairly uh privileged literally in the sense that you know I've, I've got very lucky to have a good job very lucky to work with a great team um and you know i think it, it'd be criminal to not use that i think what we try and do uh wherever we can i mean we, we do do other stuff but we try and use the skills we've got and look we've got you know we've got a thousand people in the uk who are um experts in career management they're experts in how to ace an interview they're experts in how to write a cv and and whether it's the work we do through schools uh the work we do with homeless charities the work we do with dis- disability charities actually what we try and do is stay in our wheelhouse where if we can influence the employability of, of some of those individuals and, and and help support people through free workshops and and um, donation of our time then why wouldn't you do that you know what what yeah you know, and, and actually there's great energy in the business we, we never struggle you know every time we put a call out to say look you know we're going to a school or we've got a group coming in you know we're, we're inundated we, we we've got five times the volunteers that we need for every one of those sessions and, and look you've been great you, you've invited on some carousel stuff as well and, and hopefully you've seen the same there's never a shortage of appetite in the business for people to get stuck in and you know what? I think that's why we are all trying to do this with the awards this year. All of the nominations are going through the platform that we've built. Um, and what we want to do is highlight those people who are nominating, because whether you're nominating, whether you're volunteering, doing the carousels, those carousels you talked about, that spot 8,400 conversations in the last 10 months. You know, I hear what you're saying. Every time we put shout outs for the way for that, we get way more mentors. And I flash back to the mentoring program uh, that we ran. Uh, Do you remember it was, you know, it was a great partnership between Michael Page and Northern Power Women. Cross sector, 10 month period. And what we still get anecdotally, those relationships still alive. And not only the mentees benefiting from these relationships and having a mentor, it's that those now are passing it on and they're now mentoring others. And I think that's why one bit of volunteering can spiral into so much good stuff can't it Graham? We, we we had that motto didn't we which was it was it had to be pay it forward you know it, that that was the deal which was look we'll we'll try and put this on for you you know but but actually the only thing we ask of people other than you know bringing your whole self into it and giving it a go was be prepared to pay it forward you know and I think that 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 was the great thing about that program actually we'll, we'll never quite know but hopefully it wasn't just the 40 people who had the benefit of going through it you know hopefully you know we're into hundreds of people who who have, who have some way benefited from that ripple. 
You know, I, I think right way back at the start of my Northern Power journey, it was always that intention at the back of my mind. How do you create that cascading approach to mentorship so that it becomes organic, natural, authentic? And that's what we want to capture on the platform to measure that and to start shouting out about it. We know how generous our community is and we want to create even more of these opportunities. So we look forward to doing more of these with you. So let's just go back to your win this year. What did it mean to you when the trophy literally arrived at your doorstep? Uh, it, it meant stacks. Look, we had, we had um, such a great night and, and actually, you know, managed to pull off a night probably at a time where uh, all of us uh, needed it societally more than we ever probably imagined we did when we when we put ourselves forward for that uh, for that category. So I, I, I think the first thing I, I would say is a lot of massive shout out to Sherry Hughes, uh, who uh, who deserves probably most of the accolade around uh, the work she does as our UK uh DNI director, she's she's exceptional and and quite frankly has challenged us to get into a, a far better place over over recent years. Uh, it's a big pat on the back for her, but equally big pat on the back in the sense that actually it's a huge team effort and, and there literally are you know hundreds of people who have contributed to the fact that we managed to get some some recognition. But but it but it but it's awesome. Why is it awesome? It, you know it's great because I think you know coming back to what we we said earlier on. It's a long journey, and 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 actually, I think everybody sometimes needs to be able to celebrate the the little milestones and wins and recognition. Not for the fact that we've cracked it, not for the fact that we've we've arrived, but for the fact that we're in a far better place than we were three years ago, and and three years before that, and three years before that, and and, and therefore, I think it means a lot to the team to get that recognition. That actually, whilst you know, it is it's baby steps every week. Uh, those baby steps add up, and and, and you, can, you know you can get some recognition. The other thing that I would say is the final thing is, is look, it's also been great to facilitate more conversations with 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 other businesses, and and actually you know we you know kind of connected with tons of people uh, on the on the night of the awards through through the judging process, you know post, and 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 therefore look you know if the other thing that comes out of that is you know we've had another fifty conversations about stuff that's not right in the world and stuff that other people have got right and we can steal and they can steal from us. We love that. So, uh, so look, it's, it's been fantastic and we're massively appreciative of it. No, that's great. And I think anyone who is considering putting a nomination in, I think it is about celebrating those milestones and those small wins is massively important for us. So please do get nominating. Not long to go now as we close on the 11th of October. Look, Simone, I... I- completely back that up and and less uh clearly i mean it as an organization but for me uh talking to the people who managed to get shortlisted and the, and the people who managed to win an award i think it's just been a, a, an unbelievable experience for them you know whether it's around the recognition that they deserve whether it's around connecting them with more people whether it's around just celebrating the progress they're making you know i i think anybody who's out there who uh quite frankly uh, thinks thinks about nominating somebody do it because it will make a massive difference to them you know it really does and i think for those people that get nominated it's that uplift isn't it it's that motivation you know we haven't had the nominations open for two years because we've had this crazy pandemic journey so now more than ever look around you who do you want to celebrate who do you want to recognize it's really really important so finally the northern factor graham what makes the north so special I've got to get through this without probably trying to talk about football because that's the only <laughs> thing we might we might argue about. But uh, I, I think um, look, I'm definitely a proud Northerner. I think a few things. I think um, I, to me, I, I've worked all over, and you know, I, I think the level of collaboration, the level of community, and and you know, people's 
genuine desire to help people is is better in the north than anywhere i've seen it i, I think secondly i think we've got a real can-do attitude you know we're, we're you know on the whole we're a bunch of grafters who just want to get stuff done and you know i think that can be pretty powerful when uh when when, when people get behind stuff and and the third thing i'd say which is you know I'm not suggesting the North small, but, you know, I, I do think we're kind of small enough to care, but big enough to get stuff done, uh, you know, and, and, and actually that's a real powerful combination because I think sometimes when it, you know, you get too big, people can lose sight of some of that. Graham, a huge, huge thank you for sharing why our work is never done, how to keep the momentum going and cracking on in the North. Remember, you still have until the 11th of October to get those nominations in. The Northern Power Women Awards is for all sectors, levels, genders, and most definitely never for just one night. Keep telling those amazing stories of people in and from the North who are doing inspiring and purposeful things. We can only do this with your nominations. So this is the final episode of the Rise Up season. But fear not, we will be coming to you next Monday, the 11th of October, with our brand new levelling up season. You won't want to miss it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please do tell your friends about our podcast. Reach out to us on socials at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women on all our other socials. Or drop us a line. We love that. Podcast at northernpowerwomen.com. I'm Simone Roche and you've been listening to the Northern Power Women podcast, a What Goes On Media production. <laughs>